Hello and welcome to the Passover podcast from Asif, a home for the holidays. Now I want to hear the story of the woman who saved us from slavery in Egypt. Leah's parents looked at each other uncertainly. Um, you mean the story of the man who saved us from Egypt? Moses? They asked. No, the woman, Leah insisted. Grandma Hannah told me about her last Passover. It was the Shabbat before Seder night, and the small family was spending the afternoon in the living room amid puzzles, books, and toys. I don't know the story you're talking about, Dad tried gently. But I have a really good story about a little girl who thinks she's a hedgehog. No, let's call Grandma, Leah insisted. Grandma Hannah lives in Israel and Leah's family in Massachusetts. I don't know, Mom hesitated. By Grandma Hannah, it's already nighttime. Please, Mom, said Leah. It's a really good story. It's got a lot of wonderful things, but I don't remember them. Okay, I'll send her a text to see if she's awake. Grandma Hannah answered right away. Since she'd retired, she had started going to sleep later and later at night and spent a lot of her time reading books. Of course I know the story she's talking about, wrote Grandma. Send me a link for a video call and I'll tell you all the story. Mom connected the computer to the TV so they could see Grandma on the big screen, and Dad brought pillows and blankets so they'd have a special story time. Well, began Grandma Hannah, what do you know about Moses' sister Miriam? She watched over Moses when he was in the basket, said Mom. She beat the drum during the splitting of the Red Sea, said Dad, proud of his great memory. Leah looked at her parents with a knowing look. Wait, you'll see, she whispered. Grandma, from the other side of the screen, sighed. <sighs> We remember so little about such an important woman, one of the seven women prophetesses in the stories of the Bible, she said. Mom and Dad went quiet, chastised. And so, this is how it was. I'm sure you remember the story of Joseph, who was sold by his brothers and rose to power in Egypt. When the famine was very severe in the land of Israel, Joseph's family also went down to Egypt and lived there in comfort and respect. But many years went by, and the Jews settled, multiplied, and prospered, and Egypt was ruled by a new king who hadn't known Joseph and didn't know who these people were who were living in his land. Since that king, Pharaoh, didn't want that foreign people to get stronger at his expense, he subjected them to more and more decrees. And the worst decree of all? Every baby boy who is born, you shall throw into the Nile. Actually, in this way, Pharaoh intended to wipe out the entire people, because the girls would marry men from other nations or wouldn't marry at all. Pharaoh really would have succeeded in destroying the people if it hadn't been for Miriam. Dad leaned over and whispered to Mom, The whole story is that Moses saved the people, isn't it? 
You know, today's technology is good enough for me to hear you even when you whisper, scolded Grandma. That's how it's always been. History likes to remember only the male leaders. But listen up, and you'll know why without Miriam, there would be no people and no Moses. Miriam's father, Amram, was an important man in the Jewish community in Egypt. But his spirit was steadily broken by the decrees that accumulated against the people. When he heard about the latest decree, ordering to kill all of male babies, Amram gave up and said to his wife, Yocheved, there's no use in having more children, so there's no purpose to marriage. Go home to your parents. Amram's neighbors heard what he had said and followed his example. It's no use, they all said. But Miriam, still a young girl, barred the door. It's no use, said Yocheved too, and asked Miriam to let her pass. Listen to me, both of you, said Miriam loud and clear. If you give up on everything, you're no better than Pharaoh, and even worse. Both of her parents froze, stunned by her impertinence. Look around you. You're influential people in the community, and everyone follows your lead. Pharaoh sentenced only the male to death, and you've decreed that the females won't be born either. He is evil, and many will defy him. But you, my parents, are a righteous couple, and many will do just as you say. Stop this madness and save our people! Both of Miriam's parents fell to the floor, weeping. Their young daughter was braver than them, they said. From her strength, we'll get stronger. Yocheved unpacked her bags and put her things away. The neighbors saw what was happening in Amram and Yocheved's house and did likewise. Miriam opened the window wide, breathed in the fresh air, and whispered to herself, That's what I had to do, because my mother will give birth to a son who will save the people of Israel from Egypt. And so, when Moses was born and set out in a reed basket on the Nile, Miriam stood to watch over the basket. And when Pharaoh's daughter found the baby, Miriam was ready to call for Yocheved as a wet nurse because she had the gift of seeing the future and to bravely guide reality to the right course. Leah clapped her hands and her parents smiled. What a nice story, said mom. Grandma Hannah, maybe after all you'll come spend Seder night with us and you'll be able to tell the story to all the children of our family. Mom and Dad have been trying for a few weeks now to convince Grandma Hannah to fly over this year too, but Grandma Hannah reminded them that she also liked to have company over to her house for the Seder. These stories came to me because each generation told them to the next generation, she said. Now it's your turn.